title of today's podcast, What If I Don't Have a Story, that question seems to be one that comes around very regularly for us and one that actually I can totally identify with in spite of all the work I've been doing with working um, and exploring people's stories with them. That idea that you don't have a story or that your story is not good enough or not interesting enough is something that I have to admit that I have at times shared. I haven't got anything to say. Is this going to be interesting? What story is going to be appropriate? So it's interesting to work with people um, who reflect that back to us and actually be able to say, yes, me too. And here's a way to think about it. This is a way to recognise and notice that we all have stories. It's just very easy for us to uh, dismiss them. Yeah, and, and as you describe that, I completely relate to that feeling. And the times when I have felt, oh, I haven't got a story, it's, it's well, well, I know I've got that story, but I mean, that's just that story. Mm. And I think to, to ourselves, of course, we know our own stories yes. very well, or we think we do, because, you know, that's, that's a whole other conversation about how you can rediscover and reframe your story in telling it. Yes. But we think that we know our story very well. And typically we will judge our story not to be n not as interesting, not as exotic, not as dramatic, not as anything. These are all not things that... Not as complex, that, yeah. not as... Yes. Um, and, and, and not as relevant as, as somebody else's story. And it's only really when you start telling your own stories and listening to your own stories... And then you get reflected back to you that to other people, of course, they're saying, yeah, but, but what about that bit in your story? That is really interesting. That is really relevant. That is really complex that you can rediscover your story. That's a really good point, actually, that it's through the exploration of your story that you kind of empower yourself with your story you, you, because you get reflected back things that you didn't know were there, mm. as it were. Your story is what has happened to you. But when seen through somebody else's eyes, um, there's often layers of complexity and meaning that you haven't always noticed in your own story. And I've always found observing that process <clears throat> and going through that process myself as really fascinating when you when you get to explore understand um, recognize your story in a new way I think it relates to our principle everybody has a story and that idea that of course that is such a simple idea uh, and yet there's something in that about the the true meaning of that really is that everybody has a valuable story or a story that can be mm. valued. Because if we think about uh, people that we coach over a length of time, what that process is, is helping somebody over time to, to really value their own story and see what their story can do for them mm. in any number of different contexts. And I suppose I'm thinking about this in terms of business coaching, you know, this idea of using your story in business. Um, yes. And of course, 
there we often get faced with that. Yeah, but that's a that's a personal story. That's about something that happened outside work. So is that business appropriate? It's interesting because we were having a conversation earlier in the week, weren't we, with a client who had done some work with us and had chosen to tell a a personal story, which was defined for him as being something that happened out of the workplace. It wasn't personal in that it was um, really intimately about a part of his life he wasn't happy to share with lots of people, but it was a bit of his life that he'd compartmentalised as different from work, Mm. even though actually there was a work element in it. He was in a meeting, um, but it brought in... um, his life outside work and that compartmentalization that so many people have about who they are in different bits of their life actually I think is being broken down now slightly yeah um hopefully monumentally and I say slightly hopefully this this zoom experience we're all having and we've talked about this before the fact that we now literally look into other people's lives little snapshots in fact we were on a zoom last night um and somebody's daughter came into mm. the frame. And you could just see the other people's reaction to that was not one of, oh, for goodness sake, why didn't she keep mm. the door closed mm. and give her daughter something to do, was a very human response to it. Everybody smiled and just acknowledged that she had to deal with that and then carry on. So I think that that compartmentalization may be being broken down now but we have regularly had the yes i can i can tell a personal story from my life but how does this work with a business story now personal to us purely means something true that's happened to you that's all it is isn't it mm. when we talk about Uh, working with people's personal stories it means it's your story as opposed to you retelling somebody else's story and in the conversation with the client we were able to reflect back that actually the story he told revealed a lot about him in terms of his values and his work colleagues Mm. their values the connection the dynamic between them which Again, we're coming back to that idea that you never know what's in your story until somebody reflects back and says, but this is what I heard. Mm. And, and in valuing the story and telling it, you know, having it, that story be witnessed by somebody else, then you get the feedback on really what they see in the story and how our stories, of all our experiences, whether they're in work or out of work, say something about us and in terms of business if you want your differentiator or something that shows your attitude to your work the the why you do what you do your motivations your aspirations all all those layers of meaning will just as easily be found in a story that actually is comes from outside the workplace as much as it can come from a story inside the workplace so I sort of think that's you know, I know that when I'm coaching people, really, it's about, of course, it's about finding a story that they're mm. comfortable telling. Mm. But there really doesn't need to be, I don't think, su- uh, such a rigid divide between w- this is work appropriate and this isn't work appropriate. And as you say, the, the way that people are having to work currently yes. is... Um, is breaking down those sorts of barriers. I think it's a bit of a mission, maybe, um, for us, or 
or for for me that breaking down of of that barrier because if you think about leadership in general well the really powerful impactful effective leaders in the world are ones who um humanize i think who who um allow us to see their whole selves um rather than just being um a mouthpiece for something um uh employing a kind of directive type of leadership i think really powerful leadership is more holistic than that and allows the followers of the leader to to see them as a human being with flaws as well or certainly with things that they can relate to mm. being able to relate to their humanity but that may or may not be our mission um it doesn't alter the fact that people can find it hard to take um their work environment or work experience and find the stories find the stories that um can bring their brand to life for example because regularly we'll have we'll we'll, be, we'll encounter a client who wants quite a complex idea or strategy um brought to life um and and they and they instinctively know or they've been told that it needs to be a story and they're seeking how do i tell this complex monolith of ideas as a story mm. Mm. and actually in the end it just comes down to being very specific finding the small specific concrete moments on a journey or in in a larger experience that can bring something to life because i think that's what stories do best they they bring something to life in a way that we can relate to it so they they humanize it they make it human sized and then um they reflect back an experience in a way that we can imagine ourselves in it in that experience so i think stories can be used so powerfully to illustrate something to clarify something to turn something that's abstract into something that we can see and feel and relate to so when people are thinking in a business context of where do i start it's home in on those key specific moments in time where something happened where something changed where something developed another thing that we get uh, i think is that that people say well of course i can make a a great story about the time you know i was traveling in turkey and my hire car nearly went over a cliff and that's dramatic mm-hmm. and that's a <laughs> a story but telling the story of something that happens in work can just feel like well that's well that's about a series of meetings or it's about yes transactional things it's yeah, yeah. It, it's transactions it's people in glass buildings or you know there's there's not the same where's the drama yeah there's not the same level of of drama yes and in our idea of storytelling where we work with this idea of the camera you know have your story be the answer to the question what happened and imagine mm. that you are filming mm. your story like it's a movie then for me that's a question of of course 
well decide what genre your story is because a story that is a collection of meetings and discussions will have twists and turns mm. and they may mm. not be the same twists and turns as driving on a mountain road mm. but in a negotiation or in a trying to develop uh, an idea or a product and mm. something goes well and then something goes badly it's about understanding that 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 story can be told um with drama because yes. there, there will have been different moments in that so it's about it's about bringing that out what were the turning points in the story and i think people can yeah absolutely i think people can think that there's emotion in stories that happen outside mm. work and mm. there's no emotion in things that happen in work which is ridiculous because any dynamic which involves human beings there's emotion involved any um any transactional process working in any group of people there's emotions there's frustration there's elation there's everything there it's just that occurs in a different way and so it's noticing that as you've described a negotiation or the development of a product or um the winning of a contract well of course there's emotion in those mm -hmm. and uh that's where you find the drama where there's people and something that has an impact on them emotionally that's drama yeah yeah i mean we talk about that as a as a genre of story in itself the impact story mm. and that's kind of the thing why why do you do the work you do because you want it to have some kind of impact whatever you do mm. you want it to have an impact or an effect so looking for the impact story mm. is well a great way to talk about what you do but also a great way to reconnect you mm. to why do i do what i do to my purpose and as a team all together how do we reconnect to what we're doing well through finding the impact stories will be a way of doing that yes i, I think that's great what you've touched on there the, the the impact story um in terms of what what you're communicating it's that idea of complexity in stories the layers of meaning that there are because in any impact story you're probably going to be demonstrating a before and after uh this is what it looked like uh then and this is what it looked looks like now um so you're showing change impact is is uh, is about change isn't it yeah and what what does um what ideas does that change inform around the values the mission the direction the people that have created it um and i think that's where stories are so much more nuanced than a series of bullet points yeah yeah because you can put yeah. a series of bullet points up and go we did this it means this um and any other number of conclusions about it but by doing that you're really constraining um restri restricting the meaning that a listener can get out of something which is what happens with a story a listener creates their own uh interpretation their own vision of it and that's why story is is um works on a much deeper and uh, more interesting level i think than a series of bullet points on a slide to come back to to where we started which was the what if i don't have a story what was great to observe in the conversation that we had earlier in the week with our client was that just 
just by adjusting the framing for him very slightly and being able to say you have lots of stories that are that arise this conceptual idea about your brand that you're trying to express actually there will be stories that are examples of this this and this whatever those those mm. concepts are and that just in having that conversation with him he began to start saying oh and actually that reminds me and then he'd tell us a story and exactly. then and then we'd talk a little bit further and he'd say oh yeah but actually there's a story about this too because a few months ago dot 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 and it was like right okay just just by um adjusting the framing just slightly to kind of get oh I I do have a story he was able to shift from I I don't have a I don't have a business story into oh well actually I've got I've got lots because now I'm thinking about this and then this happened and then in ex in telling us that story of course it it's generates memories and yes. images from other stories and so suddenly you know, he left the conversation having lots of stories he to start thinking about. He story yeah, fire yeah. up. Yeah. Yes, and in fact, as you describe it like that, I realised that, you know, stuff happens to us in our lives. And let, let's say in, in business, stuff happens. And then from what happens, you then, you know, if we think of this example, you move away into this conceptual space of strategizing and visioning a future and basing that on what's happened before and what's present and what you want to happen and the direction you're going in. But it all comes from stuff that has happened. Mm. So we somehow we kind of move away from the basics into this conceptual intellectual space. And I'm not saying that that space isn't valid because that's about really clarifying the ideas behind something. But then to communicate it effectively, it might just be about coming back to the basics of what happened. Mm -hmm. What happened that enabled you to develop this brand, this strategy, this vision, all this abstraction? What happened? <laughs>